News Radio 92.3. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm here with Stefan Schmidt from Boat Smart Key West Marine. Key Marine. Marine, yep. I missed you last week. Yeah, we uh, had Jeff Crane on the show last week. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to give him a little shout out. I yeah. appreciate you. Jeff Crane from uh, Yamaha uh, on the show for us last week. And he did a great job for us. And uh, I don't know, did they do that giveaway? Did they make that happen last week? Yes, sir. Awesome. He, he did. He had a winner for good, good. for his question of when that motor was built. And it yeah. was 1983, 1984. Yep, good deal. Well, I appreciate that. And Key Marine gave him some good stuff. I don't have a giveaway today. I didn't have time to get with Key Marine on that stuff this morning. But, you know, we'll do that from time to time. And uh, we like giving stuff away. Uh, when we can, and we'll make all that stuff happen. You are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. 850-437-1620 is the phone number. Key Marine Center is our sponsor. Key Marine Center located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola. 850-492-0487. KeyMarineCenter.com is their website. I believe you can go on there and check on your jobs. You can uh, ask them uh, when they can uh, work, look at your boat. Uh, they answer questions on there. So check them out, KeyMarineCenter.com. They're more than happy to help you out there as well. I'll, I've never called out there and had anybody not answer the phone, so you can also call them, 850-492-0487. So you can always get somebody on the phone at Key Marine. Key Marine Center, your Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Repower Center. Special discounting prices on all Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki motors. Key Marine uh, just received a couple weeks ago some F-150 Yamahas in stock, and they're looking for a new home. So maybe it's time to repower as we're getting into the end of the season. Yeah. I don't like to talk about it. Jeff Wayne was at telling me about <laughs> When I walked in the door, he said, it's getting to the end of the boat season. I said, we don't talk about that. We keep on keeping on, you know. It doesn't really end here, does it? No, that's what I like to let yeah. everybody know. You know, you move a little further north of here. Why would you, anybody want to do that, you know, and uh, the boat season ends, you know. And down here, I like to say you can boat all year round and just pick your days. Sometimes it does get cold in December and, and January, you know, but shoot, pick your days and go boating. And, uh, and right now is a great time to have Key Marine start service. If you're thinking about not using your boat, maybe you're busy. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And you're busy with school and you're busy with all the things that are going on uh, in your life and you're deciding right now is the time where I'm not going to start, use my boat for a while. It's a great time to take it out to Key Marine and let them do the service. Maybe they need to check your trailer. Maybe just uh, a repower. Maybe it's time that old motor is it's ready. It's time to go. You've had some issues with it over the summer, and it's time for that old motor to go. You maybe you got an old two-stroke on there, and you want to get with the program and put a four-stroke on that boat. Key Marine can do that for you. So right now is a great time uh, to think about that. Remember, Key Marine has parts and stock for your Merc Cruiser product as well. Key Marine specializes in service and repair on all Mercury, Merc Cruiser, Yamaha, Suzuki products. They have trained technicians that can provide top-notch product service and repair. I was listening to our commercial on the way in, and I like that. They said Key Marine hires students from Georgetown Tech, and that is yes, that is 100% true. And, you know, that's a, that is a, a good perspective on what we do over at the school. Uh, we, we make uh, students, uh, employees, we try to uh, fit the needs of the employer. And we try to fit the needs of the students as well. And we combine those things and make it all work out, you know. And, and Key Marine is a great uh, em employer of our students. They do a great job with us. They're always in tune. Mickey and I, Mickey owns Key Marine and, and I, we both come from the same background in the marine industry, you know, started at the very bottom, working your way up, literally the bottom of boats, you know, scraping boats. And, you know, that's kind of how it works. And you work your way all the way up 
uh, to where we are today. And of course I've owned businesses as well and, and done that. And now I'm the instructor over at George Stone, George Stone college, technical college located 2400 Longleaf drive here in, in Pensacola, georgestonecollege.edu. They have a great chat feature on there. You can go on there and, uh, ask a question to anybody at George Stone. It could be administration. It could be counseling. Uh, it could be our financial aid office or any instructor at George Stone. That chat feature is a great way to connect with uh, the people out at George Stone. Uh, sometimes I hear the phones are busy all the time and you can't mm-hmm. get through on phones. But the chat feature, I know for me, I can't. I, I, I would say yes that all the teachers do this, but I get the uh, chat feature and somebody asks a question, it gets forwarded to my email and I immediately answer as soon as I get that email. And I had a couple this week uh, chat feature uh, questions and, uh, it, you know, I answered them and uh, we work with those that website to answer the questions of the people when they're trying to get into the class and they're asking questions about school. So it's a great thing to do is go there and click on that chat feature and uh, talk to anybody out of Georgetown. And I'm sure that they will return your email. I like to call people. I I prefer to talk on the phone rather than try to text or, you know, because you can, you can get a feeling of what their real needs are while you're talking to them Mm -hmm. versus a text message or an email. So I like to talk and say, hey, you know, what can we do for you? Uh, what direction would you like to go? This is what we have to offer. And, you know, the bottom line is come by and see me and let me walk you around. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about uh, some a student that was uh, transitioning out of high school uh, from the Maryland area up in, up in Maryland, Virginia. I believe they're in Maryland. And uh, I said the D.C. area, so it's close to D.C. And uh, that's the capital you know, Washington, D.C. is what I'm talking about. So, you know, and <laughs> okay. uh, no, okay. I don't want to go there. Anyway, so that's where they're coming from. And I've been in conversation for close to a month with this uh, student's mom and trying to work out details. And I've become almost a, a not only a uh, instructor and that tries to get the student placed here in Pensacola at our school, but also a housing placement person as well, you know, oh. and because it's very yeah. scary, I think, for a lot of people that – they're, they're sending their son down here and they're coming with them first on their first trip and we're setting it up to where they're going to start on uh, October 2nd, which is our next start date. So I arrange things for uh, the students that are coming in and I look at my class as far as the numbers I have and where all my students are at and then I, and then I talk to the counselors and I try to figure out, okay, what's the best time to start students and uh, where, you know, do I have room in my classroom? Do, will I have enough uh, of me to go around to take care of the students' needs and stuff like that. So I look at that and I go to the counselors and say, how many is on my waiting list? Who's on my waiting list? You know, how long they've been on there? And I work with the counselors to get the students, you know, my waiting list, when I have a waiting list, I, it just doesn't sit there and idle. I, I want to get students in the classroom because it's such a great need for, you know, people in our industry, right? So I look at the waiting list and I work with that and I work with the counselor. I say, okay, let's call this one, this one, this one, and this one. And let's see if we can get them come in on this date. And we try to give them a few weeks uh, time. Sometimes I can do a month. Some, a lot of times it's two weeks. But I try to get them uh, into the classroom um, when I have an opportunity to do so. I don't always have opportunity on every time. So I'm right, really filling it up right now. Uh, so this student is coming into Pensacola from another uh, from up another state, Maryland area, and they're co- he's coming down, 
and I'm going to meet the parents, and we're going to walk them through and the program and everything. But they've already enrolled. We've already found them a place to live, which is a miracle in itself around here, right? Yes. And we got them a place to live, and they're now transitioning him to uh, come to Pensacola. And I think, you know, it's important when, when I have out-of-state people come here, since I am from Pensacola and I know the Pensacola area, and we know that there are bad areas in Pensacola, right, that you may not want to live. Right. Do you agree with that? There's good areas where you do want to live that you maybe can't afford. So you have to find a happy medium somewhere in there. Right. So I work with them and I give them a little map and say, this area is cool. Go here. Do not go to this area. You know, and I try to work with them. And we we think that I think they found a nice little area that they can go to. And it happens to be a place where I already have a couple of students living in an apartment complex uh, that, that are there. And um and I was on the phone with the uh, with the mom, and I was talking to her. Uh, it was uh, Thursday, yesterday, I believe it was. And my students, they listen into my conversations, I guess. So I'm I'm talking in my at my desk, and and I'm talking, and I said, yeah, I said, you know, talking to the mom, I said, there, I said my students are going to take him under take him under their wing. They're going to take care of him. And I had two students do this. They they just put it pointed at their chest like me and put a thumbs up, like we'll oh, take care of them, wow. you know? Yeah. And I think that's a great thing to have a class, uh, that can, that will do that, you know, take care of each other. So anyway, so we got that student coming in. We're excited about that. I'll probably start another one student cause I don't ever want to start. Uh, I don't like students starting students alone. So I'll do one more in October. I think that's going to, you know, I still have a few more on my waiting list, but that's all I can do right now. And we're trying to get people out there and uh, into the into the class so we can get them out there to the industry, getting them to work. And I, I wanted to mention uh, Charles Prendergast. Uh, he was he graduated my class uh, two weeks ago and completed and is working in field. So that's a great uh, testimony for Charles because I'm I want to tell you this: Charles was a part-time student. And we always kid with part-time area for three hours a day, four days a week. And when you look at my program, 1,350 hours, uh, my program, you can complete it within a year to a year and several months. But when you're part-time, it seems to take longer. So I always kid, it's almost double time, it seems to be, but it's not. You're there twice as long as far as calendar years are concerned. So he's always teased Charles. I said, you're my longest-running student. You've been here for like 15 years, and you finally got you a job, you know. But Charles was, you know, yeah, he uh, – he, it's funny that uh, a lot of times I'll get students that you can literally say, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you in my class because the good attitudes, the smiles, the willingness to learn, and all that plays on how – well you learn and your ability to go out there and get a job and everything and charles was one of those students where when he walked into my classroom that you know he he he, he lit everything up when he oh, walked in there yeah. he was ready to learn he's willing to learn and he worked a full-time job uh and went to school at the same time because we co-opt him he was under my co-op program and now he's working out in fields. So a shout out to charles uh for hard work and for doing what he wanted to do and now you know getting getting the school done and completing and graduating and now working in field. And I had an opportunity to meet his boss a few weeks ago and I went out and, and uh, we actually sat on the back of a boat uh, talk on a big sea ray. I think it was a 48 sea ray where Charles was working on site. And I sat on the back of the boat with, with uh, his boss and him because they weren't at a shop. They do mobile service repair. So you have to meet them where they are. Right. And I'm out there talking on the, and I'm sitting on the back of a boat 
talking to his boss and, and evaluating him right before we graduated him. And it was just a good experience for everybody concerned. So, yeah, so shout out to Charles. Thank you for uh, being a great student and, and doing what you want to do in life. You get out there and uh, working on boats, which is a great testimony. So, yeah, so we're starting electrical systems this week um, or working toward that. I got all new students, and, you know, I know it seems like uh, – Groundhog's Day when you listen to me on the radio because certain times of year I'm doing certain kind of things, you know, and as I get new students, we walk through these different um, some, these different learning uh, uh, phases that we do, and right now we're walking into electrical. So I'm going to have about six students walking through that one and working through it, and uh, electrical is a big part of what we do. Uh, it is, uh, I tell my students all the time, you may do a 100-hour service, on a you know a 250 Yamaha uh, or a 150 Mercury or what have you, and you still have to do electrical portions of the boat. Maybe the customer needs a hundred-hour service, but he also needs his bilge pump repaired. Maybe he needs a stereo installed. Maybe he needs some electronics looked at, uh, underwater lighting. All these things that are in these boats that we you know that's they've always been there. The electrical systems are there, mm -hmm. and you have to understand them. So I'm very heavy on the electrical portion uh, when we go into study in electrical. And students are intimidated by that, but as they start working through it, they get less intimidated. And I think that's, uh, you know, good that a student, the way I teach it is one wire at a time, one circuit at a time, and I'll start adding circuits to it. So, oh, let me put out our phone number, 850-437-1620 is the phone number. If you have a question or a comment, you may not want to listen to me talk all the time. You may want to just interrupt me and, and talk about something that you're interested in as far as boating or schooling is concerned. 850-437-1620 is the phone number. You can call or text in your question. I'm more than happy to help you with that as well. So, so we're starting electrical, and I like electrical. It's just fun to me. It's clean mm -hmm. work. It's, it's uh, you know, you have to think about things when you're doing it and understand the systems, but I like it. Uh, we started a new, we built a new battery switch station, and boats have uh, battery switches on them. You can, you can shut your system down by turning your battery switches off. So I teach battery switches, which is part of my curriculum, of course. But I have this huge station that my students built. It came out of my brain. We put it on a large table, and now we're adding to this battery station to give them a more realistic, realistic understanding or view of how battery switches work. And the battery switches on boats nowadays, it can get, it, they can be immaculate. You could have like several battery switches that do several different things, and you ha almost have to have a uh, book to understand what the manufacturer is trying to get you to do with the battery switch. So I teach it from the very basics. We do single engine. Uh, single battery switch, dual engine, dual battery switches, single engine, dual battery switches, uh, and house batteries. So we do that. And I also move my, um, my uh, series circuit, which is a trolling motor, to that station as well. And when you look at this, it's like, wow, uh, I've had students that come in or students that were here last year that already went through the, electric, the battery station. They go, wow, you, you did the battery station after I'd done the old battery station, can I do it again? You know, I'm like, yeah, you can do it again if you want to, but you know, it, so we, it's that constantly, yeah. Yeah. We constantly change and constantly make things better, uh, for the students over there. So I'm really excited about that station. I ordered some more parts and stuff for it. They're coming in, uh, this week and we're going to add to it and it all falls in with my electrical. So that's very cool to watch all that 
you know, happen. So uh, I have a student next week on Tuesday that is testing for the Yamaha inline. Uh, that is, uh, that's hopefully he'll pass that. I have not knock on wood. I have not had a student fail our inline certification, uh, you, you know, and I hope that doesn't happen because we, we train our students to where when they go to take that test with Yamaha, they pass the test. So we do the book work. We do the hands-on work. We, we, we want them to understand what they're doing, not only in the book, but hands-on. And then when they take the test, they're very prepared for the test and they get a Yamaha certification out of it. You know, I've heard of places that they try to shortcut all that. I don't do it. I'd say, you need to do this. You need to do that. And I doc, you need to document all this. Mm -hmm. You need to do all your pre-testing. You need to, uh, understand the system so we're doing that so i have a student that's going to be testing on inline on tuesday i have four students this week that started the inline certification so they're going to they are starting the inline they're in their book work work phase of it and then they'll do their hands-on and of course they're testing i have two students on our v engine certification uh, that started uh last week and they're working through that as well so we're going to have a lot of students going up and testing uh on these certifications and uh it's it's really a good thing to have that in there that is by yamaha uh they uh went the extra steps to uh kenyon ward is my contact at yamaha atlanta he is in charge of all training uh of yamaha usa he takes care of all the training uh different handles the different schools and things like that that's what he does i stay in contact with kenyon you know quite often and he worked really hard uh, a few years ago getting this certification to the state level where the state recognizes this this certification and they have several there i think there's four certifications that yamaha does we right now we do two of those certifications uh, we may step it up and do some others but right now we're doing two and uh with yamaha's uh help and our the school's help because we have to buy uh things to make all these certifications work uh, you know, engines and, and, and parts and stuff because you, you have to change parts and stuff like that. But with Yamaha's help, we have these certifications, which really looks good on resumes. So, yeah. you know, when they fi finish that certification, that certification is on the resume. And basically it can get students, you know, more money for a job. So it's, it's really good to have those certifications. So shout out to Yamaha for that. And uh, we really appreciate what Yamaha does for us with these certification courses. And we just, we're going to continue to do those. And it really helps the students uh, to learn uh, all aspects of the four stroke engine and what we do in that part of it. So they can actually do the uh, certification and gain credit also in our part of it, our curriculum area that we have our, what we call OCPs, occupational completion points. It covers all that. So it's great, you know, to do that. And uh, we're just having a great time over at Georgetown with all these new things that are going on. We're just uh, enjoying the time that we have. And, and I told my students last night, I said, I really, it's fun to have fun in class, you know, and it's just to enjoy what we do. And, and it makes it more interesting and to think things absorb and stick better when you're yeah, having fun. It does. And, and they like it. And I like for them to smile and cut up and, you know, that kind of stuff. And sometimes I'll say to them, I'll, I'll cut up with them. I'll say, you're not supposed to be having fun in here this is a learning environment you know but the reality of it is when you have fun learning you learn better i think i so, think so too know. yeah so yeah all right 850-437-1620 everybody's quiet today what's going on out there y'all sleeping in or what yeah. wake up this is good stuff i'd like that you say that you said last time you were here like you're really there's no time to really 
you you know get your boat tested twice a year your motor yep right but we really don't have to shut down like you no. said your boats like no. twice a year no, i mean that's twi- right. two days maybe yeah and you know you'll have some cold days and stuff and we'll talk about that as we get into it and and what to do in, in case you have those. we have a motor at the shop right now that froze last winter and we're working on it right now it happened to be an, uh, a stern drive and outboards i heard listen to jeff last week and he said that you know the outboards don't have that problem as long as you're doing your maintenance and everything correctly and you're storing it correctly you typically don't have those problems so you know it's uh it's i, I don't like to talk about winterization i just don't because the fact yeah. is in our area use your boat enjoy what we have all this the area that we have and those kind of things you know and just enjoy our area even in the off season and in the off season there's not much traffic out there either you know so it's a great time to use your boat 850-437-1620 is the phone number call or text i'm more than happy to answer any questions you might have uh maybe you have a a question about school maybe you have a question about your boat Maybe you uh, just uh, you know just got a comment. I'll take a comment, and uh, we're more than happy to do that for you. Eight five zero four three seven sixteen twenty is the number. Call or text that. Um, you know, a lot of people text message, don't they? they I like do. the phone calls. I like to listen to somebody. I think I heard listen to a gentleman last week. Eric answered. You know, yeah. called in. I wonder how he did on that. You know, repair. You know, if you called and you asked me a question, or Jeff Crane a question, or Jeff Kilgore a question, and and you did what they asked, you know, told you to try. Did it work? Call us and let us know. You know, or did you end up at Key Marine? Sometimes that happens. You know, not everybody's cut out to fix their own boat, right? Exactly. But everybody's cut out to make sure that you get your maintenance done properly. Yes. And either sir. you do it yourself or have Key Marine do that. Uh, we started a few weeks ago, uh, what I call scenarios. And uh, this was actually a recommendation of one of my students where uh, he actually came from another uh, HVAC class. And he said that instructor gave scenarios uh, of about HVAC systems. And, you know, what do you do in this situation and what do you do in that situation? So I wrote a scenario this week and, and it's an older motor and stuff. But I try to think of these scenarios and, okay, I think, okay, what is this? scenario is and most of my scenarios are real life i've it's something that i've experienced so i'm not making stuff up i'm kind of like going off of my experience and and what you know problem i've seen and how to correct it and that kind of stuff and um i did a scenario on a twin uh 2002 carbureted two-stroke uh 150 mercury on a 24-foot center console and uh it's funny I, i give out this sheet of paper and I tell the students to do this scenario, and I like to be a little uh, having fun with it, you know. So the very beginning of the scenario, I said the names have been changed to protect the identity, right? <laughs> so I'm protecting the identity of the person involved here, right? So you should do that. So I make this scenario. It's kind of like a story, and it's it's uh, it's important to listen to your customer. It's important to listen to their story, and I try to put that in my classroom where my students understand that troubleshooting isn't only working on the engine it's also part of listening to the customer and listening to the engine and all the things that are going on around this boat to troubleshoot it and uh i started out this scenario and uh i said this was a service call to the customer's house uh the boat is at the dock and the starboard 
engine is down on power. That is the problem that the customer is complaining or talking about. Okay. Then I went on to say the customer, Mike, I put a name in there. It happens to be one of my students' names, right? So they're looking at the, this scenario. They're reading it and they're having fun with it. Uh, said that the technician from the dealership, Chris, right? Another one of my students. I involve them all, right, in this scenario. It's kind of fun. And uh, came out and looked at the engine and said that the engine, again, has low compression on number one cylinder. And uh, I was given this scenario out, and last night we didn't have time to go over it, but next week when I come back on, we'll talk about that. Okay. So we'll go through this scenario next week and talk about how my students perceive the troubleshooting of this scenario versus how I troubleshot it and versus the steps that you can take when troubleshooting. So we've been doing the scenarios, and I'm very excited about seeing what they come up with on Monday. We're going to go over this on Monday. And then next Friday when I come in here, we'll talk about this scenario, and I'll finish reading it. We'll do the kind of a show on it. Okay, And then see yeah. what the customers come, or what the students come up with. So it's going to be fun. And I, I got my students to listen today because I thought I was going to give the answer today, and I didn't. I said, just started it, right? All right. Well, so we're, we're, we're about to wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Antique Marine uh, sponsoring the show. 